Bismillah walhamdulillah wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala wa ba'id Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh All praises due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for facilitating for us the study of his book Coming closer to him insha'Allah by way of understanding the meanings contained in his book with the intention of implementation of implementation in our lives insha'Allah so Alhamdulillah we've reached verse number 83 of Surah Al-Baqarah and Allah Azza wa Jalla opens up verse 83 and he says Allah says, And remember when we took a covenant from the children of Israel, saying, La ta'buduna illallah. Do not worship none except Allah. And to the orphans and those in need. And speak to people with good words. Establish the prayer and give the obligatory charity. Then you turned away except a few of you and paid no heed. So in this verse we see that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He commanded the Bani Israel by way of this covenant He commanded them with Tawheed. He commanded them with Tawheed and the basic teachings of Al-Islam since this is a foundation of Al-Islam. The first commandment he has given them here in this verse, لا تعبدون إلا الله Do not worship none except Allah Azza wa Jal. And this is such since this foundation, it is in the best interest of people at all times and all places. There is not a single nation except Allah Azza wa Jal enjoined upon them Tawheed, that Allah Azza wa Jal be singled out in worship. That Allah Azza wa Jal is singled out in worship. So aspects which relate to the foundations of our religion, such as Tawheed, abrogation does not take place with regards to it. There's a concept of abrogation in our religion, where Allah Azza wa Jal, He repeals and He abrogates previous legislations, which was perhaps a form of worship for the previous nations. But with regards to the foundations of the religion, Allah Azza wa Jal does not abrogate. So hence Allah Azza wa Jal commanded them yani, with the command of Tawheed. لا تعبدون إلا الله وبالوالدين إخسانا And then Allah Azza wa Jal says وبالوالدين إخسانا And to your parents and to your parents you should show kindness. وبالوالدين إخسانا So note here firstly Allah Azza wa Jal mentioned the greatest right and the greatest right of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that he should be worshipped alone that he should be singled out in worship thereafter comes the rights of his servants 
and the greatest rights of the servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala after fulfillment of Tawheed it is being good and dutiful to your parents so Allah Azrael says after worshipping him alone and be good and dutiful to your parents and so here Allah Azrael you mentioned Ihsan in a general way so this means all forms of kindness whether it be kindness in terms of your love your affection your respect your honor your reverence yani showing kindness towards them in terms of your wealth spending upon them giving them time whatever is considered to be kindness then it is encompassed in this command and since Allah Azawajal, He commanded us to show excellence to our parents, both in speech and action, this means the opposite. What do we mean by this? Allah commanded us to show excellence to our parents, so this means the opposite is negated also, which means we cannot disrespect our parents. Because when Allah Azawajal commands with something, it means the opposite is prohibited. So Allah Azza commands us with salah, it means tariq with salah, abandoning the prayer is haram. Allah Azza commands us with zakat, abandoning zakat is haram. And with regards to ihsan, there is two oppositions, so to say, two oppositions. It is either the person who does not show, show ihsan, he falls into disrespect and dishonoring his parents. Or it could be that the person simply just does not show kindness to his parents. So what is the command? Show kindness to your parents. So it's either the person, he falls short in this command and he disrespects his parents. So he has fell into this repercussion. As for the person who simply does not just show extent to his parents, so he doesn't disrespect, nor does he respect his parents. This person has fell into a haram only. But the other one would have fell into two forms of haram. Meaning, firstly, he did not fulfill the obligation of showing excellence to his parents. And secondly, he disrespected his parents. May Allah Azawajal grant us the understanding. Thereafter, Allah Azawajal said that we should also show kindness to our kindred. And that means our close relatives, our aqarib, wal yatama, and the orphans, wal masakin, and those who are in need, the impoverished. And Allah says, وَقُولُوا لِلنَّاسِ husna, وَقُولُوا لِلنَّاسِ husna, And speak good words to the people. Speak good words to the people. And at the head of good speech, it is commanding people with good and forbidding them from evil. This is the best of speech, commanding the good and forbidding the evil, and teaching them knowledge and spreading salam, and meeting them with a cheerful face, and all of that which is considered to be kalam tayyib, good and pure speech. And this is something which Islam and Allah Azza wa Jal commanded us with, to have good speech and to have good character. Even when it comes to the kuffar, even when it comes to the kuffar, 
Allah Azza wa Jal, He commanded us to interact with Him in a better way. That if we dispute with Him with regards to a matter, how should we dispute? Idfa' billati hiya ahsan. You should avert in a manner which is better. So if they show isa'a, if they show disrespect, you show respect. If they raise your voice, their voice, we lower our voice, speak in a humble tone. Allah says, Allah says and do not dispute with the people of the book except in the most courteous manner except in the most courteous manner so this is the command with regards to the Ahlul Kitab what about your fellow Muslim then this awla that you show yani good character and you show and interact with them in a goodly manner and this is of the adab of al-Islam, which Allah Azza wa commanded the believers to practice upon. That a person must be nazihan fi aqwali wa af'ali, that he must purify his statements and his actions. And he should not be fahish. He should not be an obscene person. And he should not be a person who curses others and disputes. Rather, he should be forbearing. And he should be patient upon that which he experiences from others. Because his interaction with the creation is not for the sake of the creation. His interaction with the creation is for Allah Azza wa So the only reason we show kindness and ihsan towards yani our parents is because Allah commanded us. The only reason we show ihsan and we interact with the orphans and our close relatives and those who are impoverished in a goodly manner is because Allah Azza wa Jal commanded us to do so. So this is something very important that our mu'amala, our interaction with the creation is not with the creation. Our interaction with the creation is for Allah Azza wa Jal. So Allah commanded us to treat them well so we do that for the sake of Allah, no matter what we experience. No matter what we experience. Then Allah Azza wa Jal commanded once again the Bani Israel with establishing the prayer. And we mentioned this many times before, what establishing the prayer means, with all of its pillars, its obligatory actions, etc. And this is the haqq of Allah, this is the right of Allah. And Allah said, And to give the zakat. So this once again combines between the rights of Allah and the rights of the creation. Then Allah said with regards to the Bani Israel, Then Allah Azrael says that you turn the after, you made tawalli, you turned your back on this covenant, like they did with all the other covenants we mentioned. And when they turned, they did not have the intention of coming back. Because a person might break a covenant with Allah, which can be the form of a command or prohibition, but he comes back, he makes tawbah. As for their i'rad, as for their turning, it was without the intention of returning back to the commandments of Allah. Illa minkum. Allah said, except a few from amongst you. So this is the exception, meaning that there was some from amongst the Bani Israel who actually established 
the commandments which Allah Azza wa Jal commanded them with. That is the istithna. Illa qalila minkum. Because Allah Azza wa Jal gave them safety and Allah Azza wa Jal gave them firmness. Allah Azza wa Jal gave them firmness. Allah Azza wa Jal then says in the verse which precedes this, or rather succeeds this, وَإِذْ أَخَذْنَا مِثَاقَكُمْ لَا تَسْفِكُونَ دِمَاءَكُمْ وَلَا تُخْرِجُونَ أَنفُسَكُمْ مِنْ دِيَارِكُمْ ثُمَّ أَقْرَرْتُمْ وَأَنْتُمْ تَشْهَدُونَ ثُمَّ أَنْتُمْ هَاؤُلَاءِ تَقْتُلُونَ أَنفُسَكُمْ وَتُخْرِجُونَ فَرِيقًا مِنْكُمْ مِنْ دِيَارِهِمْ تَظَاهَرُونَ عَلَيْهِمْ بِالْإِثْمِ وَالْعُدْوَانِ وَإِنْ يَأْتُوكُمْ أُسَارَى تُفَادُوهُمْ وَهُوَ مُحَرَّمٌ عَلَيْكُمْ إِخْرَاجُهُمْ أَفَتُؤْمِنُونَ بِبَعْضِ الْكِتَابِ وَتَكْفُرُونَ بِبَعْضِ فَمَا جَزَاءُ مَنْ يَفْعَلُ ذَلِكَ مِنْكُمْ إِلَّا خِزْيٌ فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا وَيَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ يُرَدُّونَ إِلَى أَشَدِّ الْعَذَابِ وَمَا اللَّهُ بِغَافِلٍ أَمَّا تَعْمَلُونَ So Allah Azza wa Jalla said once again and remember we took your covenant remember we took your covenant saying لا تسفكون دماءكم Do not spill each other's blood ولا تخرجون أنفسكم من دياركم Nor expel one another from your homes And then you confirm this covenant And you bore witness to it ثم أقررتم وأنتم تشهدون Then they affirm this covenant which Allah Azza wa Jalla took with them And then they bore witness to it Allah says ثم Yet you are the ones killing one another and driving a group of your own people out of their homes, helping the enemies against them in sin and transgression. And if they come to you as captives, you ransom them. When it was forbidden for you to expel them in the first place, do you believe only in part of the book and deny another part? The punishment for those amongst you who do this will be nothing but disgrace in this world and on the day of resurrection, they'll be condemned to the harshest punishment and Allah Azza wa Jal is not unaware of what you do so this verse over here gives us insight into Medina before the advent of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and we know that there were two main tribes who settled and inhabited Medina it was the Aus and the Khazraj the Aus and the Khazraj and when the Prophet came with the message of Islam, these two tribes combined and the Aus and the Khazraj became the Ansar. The Aus and the Khazraj became the Ansar. So during this time in Medina, certain tribes, certain tribes settled in Medina and they come under, so to say, the rulership of the Aus and the Khazraj. And these tribes were three tribes from the Yawud. It was Banu Quraidah, Banu Nadir, and Banu Qayqa. Three tribes. Banu Quraidah, Banu Nadir, and Banu Qayqa. And each of these tribes, they entered into a pledge with either the Aus or the Khazraj. Each of these tribes, they entered into a pledge with either the Aus or the Khazraj. And this pledge basically stated that if one of these tribes fought, they would have to aid, the Jew would have to aid the tribe which they had a pledge with. Meaning even if it was 
that he had to fight another Jew who had a pledge with another tribe, he had to support the, the Aus or the Khazraj. So this is what this verse is talking about here. Allah Azza said he prohibited upon them to spill the blood of each other. But yet they took a pledge with one of these tribes, the Aus or the Khazraj, and when it came to battles, they actually made allegiances with the Aus or the Khazraj and they would fight yani their fellow Jew. They would fight their fellow Jew. So Allah Azza said in this verse, Allah said, Yet you are those, the after this pledge was taken and this covenant was taken, who kill yani, one another. You kill one another and you drive others out from their homes, manifesting by way of this sin and transgression. So the Yahud did not cease to fight each other when it came to these battles which occurred yani between the Aus and the Khazraj and many battles took place they would align themselves with the tribe which they were at a pledge with and they would fight each other spilling each other's blood and at other times driving each other out of their homes if they were guilty of defending an opposite tribe and Allah Azza made this haram upon them however the one aspect which they practice upon was that when it came to times of severe war and captives were taken, they would ransom their captives. So for example, if the Aus and the Khazraj had held some of the Jews captive, they would ransom their captives. So Allah Azza wa Jalla prohibited upon them the spilling of blood amongst them, driving out of their homes, and yani, they should ransom their captives. They didn't practice upon the first two, but they only practiced upon the ransoming. They only practice upon the ransoming. So about this, Allah Azawajal said, أَفَتُؤْمِنُونَ بِبَعْضِ الْكِتَابِ وَتَكْفُرُونَ بِبَعْضِ Meaning, do you believe in part of the book and reject the other part? Since they spilled the blood and they drove each other out of their homes, but they ransomed each other. So they, they, they accept in part of the book. وَتَكْفُرُونَ بِبَعْضِ And you reject other parts of it, and that was the killing and the driving out of the homes. And this, in this verse is the proof, Shaykh Abdul Rahman mentions, that Iman, Iman necessitates actions. Iman necessitates actions, because this covenant which was taken with him, they affirmed it and they bore witness to it, but they didn't practice upon it. Framed? So when the person professes the Shahada, Part of the shahada is not just a statement. The person must bring actions. Meaning he must practice upon the commandments and abstain from the prohibitions. He says, وَفِيهَا دَلِيلٌ عَلَىٰ أَنَّ الْإِيمَانَ يَقْتَدِي فِئْلَ الْأَوَامِرْ وَالشِّنَابِ النَّوَاهِ That iman necessitates that one practices upon the commandments and abstains from the prohibitions. And that the commandment is part of iman. The commandment is part of Al-Iman. Allah says, فَمَا جَزَاءُ مَنْ يَفْعَلُ ذَلِكَ مِنْكُمْ إِلَّا خِزْيٌ فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا Allah says, that what is the jaza, the recompense of the one who does this? Believes in part of the book and rejects other part of the book. إِلَّا خِزْيٌ فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا Except 
that they will have disgrace in the life of this world. And this yani befell them. Allah disgraced him. And Allah Azzawajal disgraced him by making tasleet, by placing the Prophet وسلم, as an authority over them and them being under his command. They were, they were seen to be at the lower end of things because the command was given to the Prophet وسلم, and Islam. And the Prophet وسلم, he imprisoned whomsoever he imprisoned from amongst them. And Allah says, وَيَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ يُرَدُّونَ إِلَىٰ أَشَدِّ الْعَذَابِ And on the day of Al-Qiyamah, on the day of Al-Qiyamah, they will be condemned to the harshest of punishment. They will be condemned to the harshest of punishment. وَمَا اللَّهُ بِغَافِلٍ عَمَّا تَعْمَلُونَ Allah says, and Allah is not unaware of all what you do. Allah is Al-Khabir. He is the All-Knowing. And He knows everything which occurs in the heavens and the earths. Allah Azza then says in the verse which follows, وَلَقَدْ آتَيْنَا مُوسَى الْكِتَابَ وَقَفَّيْنَا مِنْ بَعْدِهِ بِالرُّسُلِ وَآتَيْنَا عِيسَى بَنَ مَرْيَمَ الْبَيِّنَاتِ وَأَيَّدْنَاهُ بِرُوحِ الْقُدُسِ أَفَكُلَّمَا جَاءَكُمْ رَسُولٌ بِمَا لَا تَهْوَى أَنفُسُكُمْ أَنفُسُكُمْ اسْتَكْبَرْتُمْ فَفَرِيقًا كَذَّبَتُمْ وَفَرِيقًا Verse 87. Allah says, Certainly, we gave Musa the book, meaning the Torah and the Ten Commandments. And sent a succession of messengers after him. And we gave Isa the son of Maryam clear signs. وَأَيَّدَنَاهُ بِرُوحِ الْقُدُسِ And we supported him with the pure spirit. Allah says, أَفَكُلَّمَا جَاءَكُمْ رَسُولٌ بِمَا لَا تَهْوَىٰ أَنفُسُكُمُ اسْتَكْبَرْتُمْ Is it that whenever they came to you, O Bani Israel, a messenger was something that was not in accordance with your desire. That was in accordance with your desire, استكبرتم. You became arrogant and haughty. فَفَرِيقًا كَذَّبْتُمْ so, some of them you disbelieved and rejected وَفَرِيقًا تَقْتُلُونَ And others, you killed. And others, you murdered. So here Allah Azza wa Jal reminds the Bani Israel that Allah Azza wa Jal sent to them Kalimuhu. That Allah Azza wa Jal sent to them the one who Allah Azza wa Jal spoke to. And that is Musa is known as Kalimullah. The one who Allah Azza wa Jal spoke to. And thereafter, Allah Azza made it such that all the prophets who came after Nabi Musa came from the lineage of Bani Israel. And they judged by the Torah. They judged by the Torah. Up until he sent to them the final prophet, which was Isa ibn Maryam. Where Allah Azza gave clear signs that would be sufficient proof for any human being to believe in. Allah Azza gave him bayinat, clear signs. And Allah Azza says, وَأَيَّدَنَاهُ بِرُوحِ الْقُدُسِ We aided him with the pure spirit. And the pure spirit, it can mean the angel Jibreel, because he's referred to as Ruhul Qudus, right? The pure spirit. It can also refer to Al-Iman. It can also refer to Iman, 
because Allah Azza aids his servants by way of Iman, but most of the Mufassirin are of the first opinion that it refers to Jibreel alayhi salatu wassalam. So every time they came to them prophets, which they did not desire, which was not in conformity with what they desired and believed, stakbartum, they became arrogant. And so a group of them, they rejected, and a group of them, they killed. And this we mentioned previously. Allah made yani, reference to this previously, of how Allah mentions that they killed prophets unjustly. But a prophet can never ever be killed unjust. For how can a prophet who is sent by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commit a crime so great that he, that he would be murdered? Taib? So Allah makes reference to this again here. And a group of them you killed. Allah Azza wa Jal then said, the reason, yani why they claim that they fell into murdering the prophets and rejecting his verses, they said, وَقَالُوا قُلُوبُنَا غُلْفُ وَقَالُوا قُلُوبُنَا غُلْفُ They said, yani that our heart has been covered. There has been a covering placed upon our hearts. Allah says, بَلَّعَنَهُمُ اللَّهُ بِكُفْرِهِمْ فَقَلِيلًا مَا يُؤْمِنُونَ Allah says, nay, rather, Allah Azza wa Jal cursed them for their disbelief, فَقَلِيلًا مَا يُؤْمِنُونَ So little do they believe. So the excuse which they made with regards to not accepting faith and accepting the call of the Prophet ﷺ is they said, يعني قُلُوبُنَا غُلْفُ Yani our hearts is covered. There is coverings and, and seals over our hearts. And so we cannot comprehend what you say. We cannot comprehend the true reality of that which you came with our messenger. And so, by way of their claim, they think they have an excuse. And the excuse is, yani, lack of knowledge. And this is lies from them. Allah gives to us the reason why, yani, they continuously transgressed and disbelieved is Allah as well says Allah as well cursed them for their disbelief so little do they believe meaning there's only a few believers from amongst the Yahud in the time of the Prophet the last verse we like to get to inshallah is verse 90 where Allah as well says وَلَمَّا جَاءَهُمْ كِتَابٌ مِنْ إِنْدِ اللَّهِ مُصَدِّكٌ لِمَا مَعَهُمْ كَانُوا مِنْ قَبْلُ وَكَانُوا مِنْ قَبْلُ يَسْتَفْتِحُونَ عَلَى الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا فَلَمَّا جَاءَهُمْ مَا عَرَفُوا كَفَرُوا بِهِ فَلَعْنَةُ اللَّهِ عَلَى الْكَافِرِينَ Allah just says, And now when the case come to you, now when they has come to them, now when they has come to them, meaning the Jews, a book from Allah, confirming what is with them, Although in the past they used to pray for victory against those who disbelieved. When it comes to them that which they recognize as truth, they disbelieve in it. May the curse of Allah Azza wa Jal be upon the disbelievers. May the curse of Allah Azza wa Jal be upon the disbelievers. So Allah mentions, وَلَمَّا جَاءَهُمْ كِتَابٌ That when they came to them a book from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and this book is the Qur'an, by way of the final messenger Muhammad sallallahu and this book it included, this book it included and confirmed that which is in the Torah. Because Allah says, 
That the book which came the Quran It affirmed and confirmed That which was in the Torah And they knew this And They had conviction in this And They knew that Allah Was going to send their prophet So during Jailiyah When many battles took place The Jews always faced loss And they supplicated to Allah To send them out but Allah says, فَلَمَّا جَاءَهُمْ عَرَفُوا يعني, But when that came to them which they recognized, كَثَرُوبِ When that which came to them which they recognized, they disbelieved it, meaning when the Prophet ﷺ came to them. They recognized it was the truth, but they rejected it. Even though before this, they would make dua to Allah to send them help. And so when the help came, they rejected. When the help came, they rejected it. So when they came to them, this book and this prophet, which they recognized, they disbelieved in him. And they disbelieved in the book. Why? Out of hasad. Out of jealousy. That Allah would reveal of his bounty to whomsoever he wishes. So this means that the prophethood of Bani Israel ended. And Allah now chose to bestow prophethood upon the Arabs and upon the lineage of Ismail And so they rejected it out of hasad that Allah would reveal his bounty to whomsoever he wishes of his servants. And so Allah he cursed them and his anger befell them due to their many acts of disbelief and the transgression against the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the transgression against the command of Allah azawajal. So this is verse 89 and tomorrow morning inshallah we'll pick up from verse 90. Bi subhanahu wa ta'ala. Naktafi bihada subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika. Ashadu alla ilaha illa anta. Astaghfiruka wa tubilaik. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala. Wa barakatuhu.